How's it going, everybody? We're back with our second episode of 3&D. Um, we're going to go over uh, some of our evaluation of the first Eagles game versus the Falcons. Uh, it's first game of the football season. We're going to go into the blockbuster trade of Cleo Mack to the Brown or the Bears. Sorry. That would have been a crazy trade if they went to the Browns. <laughs> big trade, big um, then we're going to go over the four Hall of Famers that were just inducted to the NBA, um, as well as the one WNBA player. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll get into a couple other things, but I guess we'll just get started with the rundown of uh, how we think the first NFL game of the season went. Uh, so our defense, the Philadelphia Eagles defense, obviously, they looked um, unreal. Just, it, just, yeah. just insane. Uh, they, Fletcher Cox really put a stamp on this game, like... Like he's playing middle. with like a, almost like a chip on his shoulder. He said he wanted to win Defensive Player of the Year, which would be insane, just because you don't see it a lot with tackles. No, no. I just think like especially with the crowded line that we have. I think people are starting to overlook him a little bit. No, I yeah, because like like Aaron Donald and like Cleo Mack and things like that, and he's just like, hey, he's, I'm he's, here and I'm as dominant he as is them. Very, at very dominant. And he's just mm-hmm. especially in the run game and the like. How fast he is for a defensive tackle too. He can like he's um, very smart. There was a. It was on the goal line too. Um, was it when Devontae, he stopped Freeman? Devontae Freeman hit the hit the left, um, right, hit a hole right off the left guard, and Fletcher Cox came in. Like uh, waited for yeah, him like, almost and just like went on under him. under the middle linebacker and even got to him on the other side. Mm-hmm. It was uh, really impressive. He had a really impressive game. Jordan Hicks had a really mm-hmm. impressive game. I was I'm happy he's back because a lot of our issues last year were that he was out all season and we had Nigel Bradham who was suspended for the first game mm-hmm. and I was worried to see how. He would come back after like his first game off a big injury last year. Yeah, and back to back years now. Yeah, but and I think this one was the first no, one was Peck, and yeah, then yeah. he went to Achilles. Achilles yeah. is something you're worried about. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's definitely like our when he when he plays, he's such a just a just a force. Like like he's 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 a every, cowboy killer. Everywhere the ball Got is, him. that man is too. At the same time, like there's never a. There's never a time he's not where the ball is. And he got one and a half sacks the other night yes. as a middle linebacker. Yeah, I always thought really of him see. more of kind of like Deion Jones where he's kind of like a coverage linebacker. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's really – I just hope he stays healthy because I really like him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We have a nice little setup here too because we have two Eagles fans and a Falcons fan. It's not – we're not, we're not really going to It's kind of like teaming up here. on him, so I kind of feel bad <laughs> with Boo, him. Nate. It's not, it's not, not teaming real. up. It's Everyone just... start booing me. <laughs> Thumbs down. <laughs> For real. Doesn't affect me as much as it does Mike this, so I should be good. <laughs> How do you feel about the first game of the season, Nathan? Uh, terrible. <laughs> Elabor- elaborate. Um, so before going into the Falcons, how, what did you see out of the Eagles? Like, were you expecting that type of game to go down, basically, or what yeah. were you expecting going in? Well, I wasn't expect. I didn't feel good. Like, I don't. I don't know if it's just because of me in every game, but every game, like, he always Falcons, feels horrible. I always Falcons. feel terrible. Yeah, like I feel like I just don't feel good. But I also felt like that. That was, like, a game that I was actually surprised. Not surprised that we stuck in, but, like, I even said it in the thing right before they got the pick that I wasn't expecting us to win that game, to be honest, because we're going to Philly after they won the Super Bowl, raising the championship banner, getting the rings and stuff like that. They're all, like, hype, and we're, like, I feel like we don't play good in Philly, like, any game. Like I don't think anybody it. plays good in Philly. I think we're 12-0 and in the last 12 games I, at home. Our, mm-hmm. We might have the best home field advantage now. Like our, our fans because are because the Seahawks the are just aren't good. Well, anymore. not even that. The Seahawks is che- are, are really like cheating. Yeah. Like, have you ever Isn't looked it the at the way the set up? Yeah, it's like it's like an old. Um, Their stadium is designed to do that to bounce yeah. noise back. It's like an old the theater. Field. Like you know how like uh, people like in like operas don't use like a coliseum. Like that? Oh yeah, that's because it's so high and the and the way the foundation of the building is. 
and if you can propel your voice, it's it's, it's it so echoes. easy. To, yeah, it's just. We I have definitely this, think they're top five. Oh no, no, they're definitely good fans. Seattle fans are great, and th- they got hyped when like the rumors of the hockey team going there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like um, the Supersonics too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably gonna be their, their first. I think one of the big them, things yeah. with our crowd is that like everybody knows we have that chip on our shoulder, so it's kind of like you come in there not knowing kind of like what the attitude you're gonna get from the crowds. Like you know, it's just a mean crowd, and yeah. it's just even though right. they're not as mean as everybody claims they are. Like they're and it's they not always like to them. good like good because they like booed at at, at the end of halftime yeah. six three I remember hearing that, that was a horrible half. well one thing that one thing that Eagles fans definitely won't shy away from is voicing how they feel yeah like definitely. Malcolm Jenkins said he's happy we did that because it's like yeah, you can't just you can't just go that's just because you won one Super Bowl doesn't mean you, you have to be acceptable of a team scoring no, three points in the first half yeah. you can't give your team a standing ovation when they go in. To that three to six, yeah. that was the most sloppy first half of football I've ever watched, 100%. and it was with the penalties, with the injuries. Just dude, but I swear there's a penalty every punt, dude, yeah. Yeah. every punt return. Like, I swear there's some type Referees of penalty. Referees pick and choose when to call it's, like holdings yeah. all the time. I didn't even yeah. recognize Very. the guy who was like on screen all the time. Is he, I don't know if yeah. he's new or whatever, but like, whatever. I know the record was 23. I don't know if we hit 23, I think we might have been 22, 23 around there, but like, it was just insane. Like, every mm. play, like, e- like. Usually, even at the end of the game, when like it's like a jump ball, usually you don't see them throwing penalties. But Matt Ryan throws a pass out of the end zone, oh, uncatchable, yeah, and they threw the illegal touching mm-hmm. or whatever on Hicks. When honestly, I didn't think it was personally that bad. I didn't think it was like it wasn't catchable. No, and so I don't think it's, the only thing with that, the, the it wasn't a pass interference. It was a um, illegal contact. Yeah, before there he doesn't, threw the ball, there doesn't need to be. Um, I just think it, it was just so stupid because it was like usually on those plays you don't see it. And it's just, it was just every play. It was so frustrating with Derek Barnett lining up on the wrong side with, mm-hmm. uh, whatever our rookie Maddox, the cornerback, he yeah. got two penalties on the punt returns. Like we, it was so much. And then Shelton Gibson just wanted to run out of bounds the whole play. It, yeah. was, just, it was like the Falcons had more than us, but it was so frustrating. We met, we made so many errors that I'm very surprised that we came out with a win. Yeah, especially that whole, the whole punt when it hit off our. Guy's foot. Sullivan, yeah, Sullivan's he foot, got just yeah. bullied into the ball he too. Did. That, that's what you have to get away from that though. Yeah, like, that um, the Derek Barnett that thing that would have forced them out of field goal. We range. allowed like, they had like third and fifteen where they completed it on that final drive when I think uh, when Ajayi scored with what around like two minutes left or whatever uh-huh. they went down the field in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got yeah, into like uh-huh. that. That's what Falcons another, are good for. Yeah, like, thing like Julio is. Just and then once you get to the twenty yeah, yard Julio's line. Insane, and, yeah. That catch, I didn't understand that catch. That was I think me you, and my dad I were think looking we at it, it and it's like I don't get what's the catch now, man. Because Julio, yeah, that's a honestly, catch. I think it's just because, like I've said, they're trying to be so fine. It was something with like when he was out of bounds, you saw it rotate a last second, like it, it stayed in his hands. But I think it wasn't at full possession. If anything, that's a that's a catch there, but someone had a catch. It was uh, Austin Hooper, I think. I right? think it was Muhammad Sanu. They no, said. Muhammad Sanu. Muhammad Sanu, yeah, yeah. Muhammad Sanu. That, the, they didn't that end it? up. Cha- they didn't end up challenging it, but no, they no, could have. And one, if they would, it's the one Doug Peterson challenge in the first quarter. That was a bad one. I thought. I thought that was a bad challenge. The ball is clearly moving around, though. I don't know. I didn't think it was, and like it kind of reminds me of last year or two years ago, like his first year. Was his? Yeah, two years ago when he was just making bad plays. Like the first half gave me bad flashbacks. Yeah, he it, made like a bad did. red flag. He had bad play calls. And I was like, oh my God, is he just like, did he kind of like lose it? Lose it? Back. Yeah. And I got nervous, but then he, he won us the game. That's all that I matters. I don't but, like, understand why Darren really Sproles plays as much now as he, I think, um, I, JJ did not look her at all. 
I won't even. No, he I won't even he look did have him. a tad bit of a limp, and he they say he has a knee injury or an ankle injury or whatever. Still, I don't, and I don't believe that whatsoever. He looked fine. He was driving through people. He like just. It was nothing. Yeah. I I think it's a part of that, and I think it's like I I I, I forgot who I heard it from, but it makes so much sense where like. The Eagles offensive line is just like real like big. It's, like they're big yeah. like body players. So a small and guy, our de- yeah. and our defense is all small faster guys. So they like that's another thing I always like recognize is like bigger teams are gonna bully us on the line. Because we but have smaller. We really didn't bully you that no. often until until a giant ran the ball. If you watch Jason Peters, every oh, play he was bullying he just, Vic Beasley. That's something yeah, I have Vic written Beasley down because not even just Vic Beasley. I think it was Devondre Campbell too, where like, I was very, very nervous because whatever, he's 35, 36, whatever he is, and he's coming off the torn Achilles, too. And it's his first game back. He didn't play preseason. He was probably not in the best shape. Obviously, he's a huge behemoth of a man. And he would just take a step back and just go with one his, shove with, with the hand and just yeah. shove the man out of the way. It's like I was so, in, like, not expecting him to be close to be what he used to be. He was really good. I just said be a million times. He, he was. was. He was really good his first game. He was. Another takeaway that I had, like, going back to the sloppy, like, like play – was so Matt Ryan had one interception. He easily could have had three. Easily I feel like you could say the same three. thing about Nick Foles too. Yeah, yeah, hundred. He literally the one I mean, play. Well, well, that's what I was getting to too. Oh, Nick God. Foles. Nick Foles. Was it was really, just bad quarterback play in the first game. It of the was. Season. It was. It was. But Rodney McLeod could have had two picks that would have. Yeah. He got butterfingers. Yeah, and then the one play where uh, was it Alfred Neat just dropped the one interception. Yeah, Robert yeah. Alfred. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's just people need to catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, another thing I have written down. Oh, I wrote down that Nick Foles is back to being Nick Foles. He's not being Superman anymore because he looked he. I don't know that run pass option is really good with him, but uh, he is just really hard to watch sometimes. Yeah, sometimes he had a couple good, really good passes, and people just couldn't. Corral uh, he was under throwing a lot though. Like the one that uh, Ertz dropped on third down, he threw it to where oh, he, yeah. he had yeah, to drop to his knees. Yeah, but Ertz but is a catchable. hands catcher though. Yeah, but that's so catchable. And he had another drop too. Uh, yeah. Um, a couple other things. Darby looks like he's back to his rookie year form. His rookie year, he was like almost All Pro, and was a stud. And then last year, he was coming off the uh, the year after, like his second year on the Bills, I think it was. He wasn't that good, and then yeah. coming off the f- foot injury, he was he was good in the playoffs. But he looked so good yesterday. He had or on two Thursday. really good pass deflections covering Julio. He looked fast. He when, looked ready. Um. So when he was on Julio, he did a lot better of a job than than Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills kept getting torched every time. Julio he gets was torched on. by. Uh, he's a good like one route receiver or oh yeah. If you, if like you if, put, you if you hit him with a double move, move going dude, time. that's what happened with the one that with the was fifty yard pass. Yeah, yeah, it was a drop, but it was like yeah. A catch. He, he like put, he went like this. He, or he, he took like, like a and step went back and he was and like, just went. Him. Yeah, like I can't remember how many times last year when especially in the Giants game where uh where whatever we hit the game winning kick where the fourth string Giants tight uh wide receivers were hitting Jalen Mills with the slant and go and just toasting him. Yeah. Like, he just needs to, like, kind of just learn. Like, you know what? If they catch it on that slant, just tackle him. He's a pretty good tackler. Ta- yeah. Tackler. Tackler? He's not really, like, a ball hawk, so just make the tackle. Don't get burnt over top. I know he right. gets burnt over top way too much. Yeah. I really, um, so my takeaway for the Falcons, I'm not trying to do this just because you're a Falcons fan. No, you're cool. I just, I really didn't like what I saw out of Matt Ryan. Yeah. I It looks like... I uh, know this might be an overreaction because it was only one game, but it really looked like his arm wasn't even remotely close to what it's been the past two years. 
Yeah, like, I don't know what was up on. I know it was a miscommunication on the interception with Douglas, but that was just. Even if Julio was coming back for that, that it's was just a, that was just a bad pass. Yeah, I don't know why he threw that. He one. just like some of like, his he did like like he right. did that last year too. Like I remember the one game against the Saints on Thursday Night Football. He did the same thing with Marshawn Lattimore. Like if you go back right before halftime, they like li- we were driving and literally threw like the same. It was pretty much the same route, same play, and did the same thing. It, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just I don't know maybe because I don't watch a lot of Matt Ryan, but I thought he had a really strong arm and it just. It looked like similar arm to Nick Foles, and that's what like. Nah, that's I know what you guys are saying. It looked very noodle esque. Right. I know what you guys. He are had saying. a penny pasta arm. <laughs> wow. Um, but I wrote down. I think like Julio is just disgusting. Like, I feel like it's so hard to make a decision on who the best wide receiver in the league is because Antonio Brown might get the catches, but you see what Julio does with like like pretty questionable quarterback play at times. Like, if he had, like, a quarterback who can get him the ball in the red zone, his stats last year would have been 1,400 yards and eight ta- touchdowns, and nobody would have even thought twice about it. Yeah, but, like, I think, I feel like Julio, I don't know. I, I, I love watching him. I, no, he's definitely. I just think he's never been, like, he's, he's got the body. He's got the, he's got the, like, the body to be a red zone guy. He's just never been that guy where you go to the red he's zone. Just, to him. He's just he's not. Always, like, whenever he gets touchdowns, it's always, like, big play 40 touchdowns. 40-yard touchdowns, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, right, I like. He's not a good. He's he's an amazing receiver, top three receiver. Mm-hmm. He's just not a red zone receiver. Like, yeah, he's just not. Yeah, you use him to drive down. Like like yeah. that that ball last year, in the playoffs. He could have caught. Very catchable. Like the, I, that's the quintessential quintessential, Julio Jones. I feel. I I don't know. It was tough. It was very especially when uh, Mills had him on the ground already, and his probably feet or whatever i don't know it's his just, feet would have been about uh, about his anyway but yeah his left his, his left foot would have went out and yeah. same with the, but, that but play still, where like, he caught the ball with zero seconds left in the clock and that was a good catch but he was just taking and out darby just shoved him right out it's just a good play by him darby yeah that was a good play i was so i was that was the most nerve-wracking two minutes of my life like i feel i don't know what it is i feel like the falcons like before like years prior they could have always completed those drives, like because we did that like two years ago when we were actually good that's against when Matt Ryan the, had like thirty-seven touchdowns. It was something. thirty-eight. Yeah, right? and not even those years, but like that's what Matt Ryan does. Like he always completed game-winning drives, and like now he just recently like just hasn't been able to do it. I, I don't know I, why. He doesn't make good throws like inside the twenty though. either. The offensive coordinator, yeah, but he runs the same I, play over and over. He does. And over he does run again. the same type I of hate plays. Sark. <laughs> He's he, so bad. I just think Matt Ryan just isn't making good throws inside of the. In the red zone yeah. for the past how many just, years now? But Three, it, it years? has a lot to do with him running the same play every time he's in the red zone and us knowing what play it is and covering it so well. Because, like, I don't know how sure it throw. is, but, like, Kurt Warner said, they ran the same defense. We ran the three times, three four, plays in a row, four plays in a row, the last four plays. Yeah, and Matt Ryan couldn't figure out who to throw to. Like, come yeah, but on that's, now. That's how you, like, if they run the same play, you have to be able to read, like, some somewhere is going to have a hole. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's That's what I'm saying. Like, like, how is Matt Ryan not figuring like, out who are the open receivers? I get our defense is probably one of the best in the league, but uh, I feel like he was definitely bad because our defense. But I, I just it just looked like it, like like Matt Ryan took a step yeah. back. It, it definitely has a lot to do with like they couldn't run the ball whatsoever because of our D line, and so it's it's a lot easier like, to pass the like ball. Like they were saying the during they were, the broadcast, they, were, I, I don't they had know, like they, fifty rushing yards. We kept like trying to run outside like we did last year in the playoffs, and it was working, but it wasn't working this year at all. I, I thought it worked in the beginning, and then we quickly shut it down. I just know like. Like Tevin Coleman was like good last year and against you guys, but this year he, he looks like, like kind of his 
running motion looked like. I didn't know if he was hurt either because I saw on the one play where he caught the screen and I think he brought it to like the five yard. That line. was another thing. We ran way too many running back screens when yeah. they sucked. Like they were so easy to read. Like that, those were just terrible. Yeah, even plays. um, um, Nate Gary read the one. Yeah, like they're just terrible. He read plays. the one. Kruger Hill looked decent yesterday. He, he did look pretty good. Remember that was... he had the one goal line stop. With, yeah, uh, yeah, on the first mm-hmm. drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Devontae Freeman yeah. on the left side. So, yeah, Freeman had like. Good, like he actually had a pretty decent he yard per carry, and that, yeah, hurt. I really hope he's not hurt for fantasy's sake. I don't think he's in, like I, I think it was something minor that held yeah. him out for the rest. I thought of it was his knee though, and uh, it was his knee, but he always has like minor yeah. injuries that takes I, him out. See, that's like, like yeah. I don't know. It's just I don't know what's oh something that really ticked me off was your boy Ryan Schrader throwing his knee and helmet and shoulder oh, right body. into Fletcher Cox's oh, legs. Yeah, that was that was, that was a dirty play. Yeah, they call it yeah. clipping on that one. That should have been chop block, honestly. But yeah, so, that's just not what you do. Last, you oh my bad. No, no, that's fine. last thing I wanted to bring up was um, on I think we touched basically everything. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, our offense definitely didn't look good. No, no, I, I think everyone Nelson was. Aguilar caught the ball every time, which is a shining moment considering <laughs> he couldn't catch the ball two years ago. It was just for like four yards. Yeah, <laughs> and so our offense definitely didn't look good until we started giving it to Ajay. That's the only thing I really have else to say. Yeah, Ajay looked amazing. Yeah. I was fishing for him from the beginning. That's my boy. What do you guys think of, um, uh, what's his name? Goddard. Dallas Goddard? Dallas? Yeah. He, you think he's going to be good? I think, I think, he, he I think he's going to be good. He had that nice catch in the end zone, but mm-hmm. it, was out, was it was out of bounds. bounds yeah. yeah, he really but went up for that. That he, was a really good sign. To I me. get it was a hard hit. He needs to hold on to that ball. That was an interception on Nick Foles. Though. It looked was it Kazee who hit him? It looked like he put the head right. He looked like he put his head right on the ball though. I need to see I, the replay again, but it, it wasn't because he yeah. got in trouble for that so many times in the preseason. Like he knows, what he, like he like that time. Even the announcer said it wasn't like he wasn't leaning his head. Or no, no, you can put your head right on the ball. That's not a problem. I'm saying like yeah. he had a great tackle on it. It was a great right, right, play right, by right. him. I'm right now he just. I, I wasn't trying to throw any. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. No, I could have swore it was something like like this. I thought it was kind of like right here because I, I thought he let him over the shoulder. I think it was like right here. I believe catches it. And he just comes up and it just. I thought he got up. hit in the front, but either way, yeah, he should have caught it. He I, he was uh, four targets, one catch, four yards. I think it was. Yeah. 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 And so I don't know. I, I think. I don't think we're gonna be throwing to him that often too. Four, I, I mean, four targets for a rookie tight end. I think we trip. will since uh Matt Collins on IR and Alshon's out. So I think we'll try to run maybe more two, two tight, tight ends, ends. maybe yeah, Nelson yeah, yeah. or Darren Sproles at slot, something like that. Right. Like, I don't know. That. I like Darren Sproles. I, I just think that. He looked really... He came up huge. Where he, he, with that he had that down, big that first down. down. He had a couple yeah. of them. That's where, like, like, Vic Beasley doesn't know how to tackle and <laughs> couldn't tackle him, and then... He's just... Yeah. That first down was huge. I was just... I just don't want I to think see that he much has. I just think, honestly, like, I think our offense... Like, I think Goddard, I think Sproles, I think they'll both look way, way, way better on Carson's at quarterback. Yeah, 100%. Like, Carson just makes everyone look like Randy Moss. Yeah. So, last thing I just wanted to bring yeah. up. How is the Keanu ACL tear going to affect the the team as a whole this year? Like, what he brings to... Um, I mean, I feel like, like, he's, like, good. And he's obviously hard to replace him. But I feel like DeMonte, because, like, we were talking about him. Yeah. I feel like he looked really good in the preseason. He did look really good in the preseason. To the point where, like, he's obviously not going to replace his talent. But he's going to, like... Formidable, right? Like he'll be like a like a solid star. Like he's obviously gonna make mistakes as a big first year starting, and he like played so and so last year. But I feel like I have trust. I feel like we're gonna be fine, but it definitely does hurt. 
Was he like a third round <clears throat> pick or something like that or no? Yeah, he was like a fourth round pick. Okay. Yeah, he was a fourth round pick last year. But um yeah, I don't know. Keanu knew definitely was gonna like I'm just glad we didn't lose more than just him because Deion Jones got hurt that boy. Yeah, that yeah. whole drive, Tack McKinley got hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I a fr- defensive tackle. Uh, De- went down Desmond too. Trufant got hurt. Yeah, like there was a lot of cramping though. I think. Yeah, because I saw uh, Trufant came back with the IV tape. On yeah, his arm. but like literally, like for that whole drive, we didn't have Keanu, Deion Jones, and Desmond Trufant for like the whole drive, which kind of yeah. sucked. But yeah. I don't know. It yeah. definitely, it's definitely going to hurt. It's that, definitely not someone you can replace. Like, his tackling is just, like, he's probably the best tackler on our team besides Deion Jones. Yeah. Like, he knows how to. And, he, he like, he creates and he's fumbles. a playmaker, too. Yeah, exactly. He's a, I like him a lot. He just he, creates plays. Besides when he tried to pick the ball and bounce off his knee when Torrey Smith's hand last year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. It's good to see that no one really got hurt in the first game other than, you know, like, serious injuries. Like, no one's really hurt for... It just sucks when, like... I hate injuries. It sucks when you're so ready for the year, you're pumped, and then... Mm -hmm. Especially, like, to think of as a player. Yeah, like, one of the biggest players on your team, like, goes out with Keanu Neal. Mm -hmm. But, like, for the Eagles fans last year that all went through this with me, when Carson Wentz tore his ACL, I thought... That wasn't the beginning of the year, at least. Yeah, but still, we're the best team in the NFL. It's like the football gods just taking the piss on us. But who would have saw Nick Foles doing that coming? Like, I I didn't see it coming. I, I... I wrote us off. I said, we're going to lose. We might win in the first round due to field, um, our defense and home field advantage. If we make it to the second round, we're going to get smoked. And I was, I did have a little bit more faith though when we beat the Falcons and then the, it was the Vikings and not the Saints. I thought if right. it was the Saints, we were going to get shit on. I don't, I don't know if it was bad, but it definitely, I think, I don't know. It I definitely would have been, been a good game. I think it was just I think it was. I think it was our season too. Just but like I just I, I think it, it was season. our season because we played the Vikings and didn't have to play the Saints. <laughs> I don't know. I just think the Saints might have would have given us a. But their defense is doo doo. No, it was really good last year. I'm not impressed. They have solid. They had like a top five defense last year. They have Monte Teo at the helm. <laughs> I mean, who was our middle linebacker last year? Probably just as imaginary exactly. as his girlfriend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good one. Our, we had like Bradham. Bradham was the yeah, but he wasn't playing middle linebacker. We had Bradham and Kendricks were our two. When we would run three cornerback sets. Well, that's what we'd do since Hicks got hurt because we didn't want to run Nathan Jerry. Is that what we were doing? Yeah, we were in nickel almost every play because Malcolm that's Jenkins right, yeah, came you're out. Right, you're right, you're right. And then because uh, Patrick Robinson, Robinson was always in nickel Patrick corner, Robinson. and then Jalen Mills, and then we had Corey Graham, Graham played a lot. Ronald, Bobby were the outsides. So I forgot about that. Good call. But uh, I guess moving into the Khalil Mack trade then. Yeah. It was honestly. I didn't think they were going to get two first-round picks for him, but I think it also Me had a lot either, to do with that they like, sent the second back second, with it. That was like, That's a v- like, I think getting Mac and the second is huge because they're not going to be very good. That second-round pick might be very valuable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their second-round pick might be... Like, top ten. <laughs> as valuable as the Bears, in a way. In I, a way. Yeah. No, I think the Bears I can will think be the better Bears than them. Can be, uh, I'll get into this in a minute. I think the Bears can be very good this year. So do I. I think I I felt good about them, and they had a top ten defense it, last year and only added the best pass rusher in the league. It I'm, all depends. Yeah, it all depends on, on Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the there's only so much exciting factor. There's so much talent around that deep. That deep, that defense is gonna be a top ten defense, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just looks a lot like the Eagles. And yeah, that's it does. They're getting a lot it of comparisons does. with that because the young I think quarterback. Frank, I think Frank Reich knows what to do with quarterbacks. I hope he does. 
Or no, not not Frank Reich. Mac, Mac, Mac Maggie. Maggie. He's good. I like him. That, I, I was thinking Indianapolis. Reich went to the Colts. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I was thinking that. Um, and did the Bears get our um, quarterback coach as their offensive coordinator? Too? I don't remember personally. No, it was the Vikings who got the, the Vikings, Vikings got, got the Pat, they, yeah they yeah. they got him. Uh, what's his face? The old quarterback. It wasn't Shermer, was it? No. No, no, no. no, 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 no. It was um. I, f- I, f- I forget his name. It begins with a D. I can't remember either. But what? I saw uh, I saw on Reddit that the Vikings fans were saying that um, DeFilippo? Yeah, yes, John yeah, DeFilippo. John DeFilippo. They were yeah. saying DeFilippo was the reason why our offense was so good last year. And now that we don't have him, we're our def- that's why our offense looks so bad against the Falcons. And, like, that's just – that's a reach and a half. Yeah, that me. is a reach. That is. Cause yeah, definitely. He, didn't call the yeah. plays. I think I think Frank Reich has a lot to do with it. I think I think, yeah, I think really losing good. them is yeah, but um. Whenever you win a Super Bowl, you're gonna lose personnel. It happens every definitely. time. Look at the Patriots. Definitely. You're just gonna lose personnel. But uh, yeah, I didn't expect that trade to happen at all, to be honest, because like I assumed he was gonna be kind of like similar to with the uh, like Earl Thomas or Levy oh, where yeah. like he might have ended up holding out, but he was gonna be on the team. But like after hearing that. Like, like Gruden said, oh, I've talked to him, but he, apparently he didn't say a word to Gruden. Like, he didn't like the signing of Gruden at all, mm-hmm. and he didn't talk to him in months. Like, Well, of course you're not going to like the coach that's gonna, that is making $100 million, and the team's not committed to Pay paying you, you $100 million. Yeah, that, no, yeah. but either way, I, d- I didn't like Gruden either. Like, oh, yeah, let me bring back a coach who has a coach in 15 no, I don't understand the whole John Gruden thing right now. I really don't. It's the he oldest It's the oldest average team. team of all time. That yeah. defense went from being the 27th de- defense with Khalil Mack so what may be the worst defense in the league now? Especially Honestly. with them benching Carl Joseph. Like, I understand yeah. he's not, like, he might not have had a good season but last year, but guess what? Derek Carr didn't have a good season last year. Are you going to trade him? Like, yeah. you're not going to trade all your good. Like, Amari Cooper's dropped more balls than anybody in the league since he came in the league. You didn't trade him. I think yeah. Amari Cooper leaves in free agency. I think that team That's is awesome. horrible. I could end up seeing Amari Cooper leave. I could I, see. I, I don't understand. I don't I, know who's I, on that team anymore. I mean, so. Why, I don't understand the logic of let's trade this top not eight to nine defensive player in the league. He might be top. I think he's top five. Maybe even top nine uh, player in the league. Yeah, player total. Yeah. To for two first round picks that we hope end up being as good as him. As good as him. I don't get that. I don't get that that way of thinking. Especially to not. If- to not pay someone because then you're gonna end up having to pay them. You're a gonna lot have to anyway. pay those two people. Exactly. Yeah. Especially so like, if um. I I understand it, but I like from a like I, I can slightly understand it, but like. I just don't. I, I believe they had enough talent to and where if they wanted to, they could draft from the middle of the pack. Yeah. As a playoff team in the upcoming years. And also. And like, still get better every year. I, I just, they're I, just gonna fuck those draft picks up because I don't think John Gruden knows how to draft. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like they're. Ooh. I feel like their drafting is not smart. Like this past draft, I didn't like what they did at all. Nah, I'm just, I just, I'm not a big fan of of Gruden. The way he, the way he's carrying himself, he doesn't. I, I'm not a big proponent of advanced analytics, um, analytics and stuff like that. But he just totally dismisses him. I, I'll, I'll hear some. <laughs> yeah. Because in some in some ways, especially with health, it it works with you. But, but like, I I'm just not high on John Gruden. I I don't get. He won a Super Bowl, so that gives him pedigree. I, I get it. Right. But other than other than that, I mean, he was really like Sub-par. slightly above average. Yeah. 
head coach. Yeah, you know I just I mean? think, like, if you look at it, the Bears, like, honestly, I think they're going to be good because if they do have a top 10 defense, yeah, like we said, and Trubisky's actually yeah. good, like, um, like, say that pick is in the 17, 18, 19, 20 range, or uh-huh. even better, like, even if they actually are, like, if Trubisky turns to be, like, say he's even becomes a top 10 quarterback, that yeah. team becomes potentially, like, a playoff team. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so... Like to think, oh, okay, so I got two top twenty, like a like the twenty fifth pick, two top two of them for Khalil Mack. Like, that's not really all as much as like you'd really like. Mm-hmm. Maybe if the Bears were, like, if you traded it to say the Colts and yeah. you got two top five picks. Yeah. Okay, I understand, but it. maybe even the Browns. Yeah, I mean the I Brown mean, the Browns could still be. Pretty yeah, good, but like well, I mean it's just the Browns. And yeah, until this would be bad, but I know what you mean. I think like, I just like if you look at the statistics, I know it doesn't always matter, but like. Around like that number, that number, the chances of them being really that good isn't that high. No, mm-hmm. like I, I just think like I just think it was a horrible trade for them, and to give up a second, like I don't get the giving up a second. I don't um, think they were gonna give up two first unless they got. But something they get a that third too, right? I I don't I think it might yeah. have been something like, but still like, all right. So say the Raiders are a top. But still, it could end up like, being like the third, like a third round pick in the later part of the third round. Yeah. So it's almost a fourth. And the Raiders' pick could end up being pretty much an extended first round. Exactly, pick. What it I'm could be like really, a thirty yeah. fifth pick, thirty sixth mm-hmm. pick. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. I like the Bears go from. So uh, my way of thinking was, okay, there's gonna be three NFC South playoff teams again. Now that the Bears got Khalil Mack, who's that much of a Viking of a big difference, yeah. I'm going with three. Playoff teams in the NFC North. Yeah, That's I just think I think you're gonna see one NFC South winner. I think Aaron Rodgers comes out most likely gonna win MVP. That team's gonna be good if he's healthy all year. The defense got got better. The front their front f- seven is pretty pretty damn good. The only thing that's that is worrisome is the secondary cornerbacks in particular. The Vikings are still the Vikings. The Vikings, but. One thing that didn't happen to them at all last year, no injuries. Now, if you're gonna bank well, on they, that, they, they lost Dalvin. Defense on the defensive uh, side. Yeah, yeah. Of the ball, I'm like if Xavier Rose goes out, I, I think their defensive, the defensive side of the ball is so strongest. much better than their offensive. Strong, yeah. very strong. I, I think the only way they don't make the playoffs is if injury, ha- if injuries occur. On their defensive side, which it didn't happen all year, which is which you if you don't have any injuries all year, you're very lucky. Mm-hmm. Lucky, other than minor things like Harrison Smith is out a game or two. Right, right, right. And then I, <sighs> who's the last team in that division? I, Lions. the Lions, but they're not gonna yeah. be anything. They'll be like six or seven. Yeah, That's I just the only though. thing with the Vikings too is I don't know if Kirk Cousins is that good. He's a below 500 quarterback. He's not good. He's overrated out the butt. Makes very makes bad decisions a lot that might not translate on like on the stats, but he just takes sacks just to take sacks so he doesn't throw interceptions right, and things right, like right, that. Right, 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 right. Cuz he was in contract years and trying to get his stats up so he would get a better contract which which he ended up getting a great contract. I am not as high as them as I was last year, but I think their defense is better than any NFC South defense, which I think would propel them into the play- into the playoffs. Yeah, the Bears, like I said, I just think they have so much talent everywhere, just everywhere. I think adding Mac might have given them like 
two or three more wins potentially. Yeah, no, he's definitely that like, much of a I, team. I could see them. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they hit, like, ten wins. Mitch Trubisky could be just okay, and I, I think they're going to get ten yeah, wins. Yeah, because they have their offense. Like, adding, I don't know how good Allen Robinson's going to be, but he was very good before he got hurt. Um, Jordan Howard is my dude. Tariq Cowan is a transcendent type player. I don't think he's going to play that much, actually. I think he is. I, I think don't, you're going to see him in a lot of different sets, a lot of different... And then he's gonna get used a lot, yeah. a lot different this year too. And then it's like Trey Burton. Their O line's not horrible. It's just like, I think it can work, and I just I hope it does. But like I definitely feel really, really good about them. That Monday night game is gonna be well. Tonight's game, since you'll be hearing this Monday, <laughs> for real, is <laughs> very. Uh, I thought the Jets played Monday. No, there's two Packers. Games. Oh yeah, yeah, there's two Monday night games. Yeah. Or no, 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 there's no, no, no. always. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They play Sunday night. Yeah, the Bears Sunday and Packers night. play Sunday night. I'm yeah. sorry. And the Jets so, play Monday. So if you listen yeah, to Jets this on Monday, I'm not, last sure night. Won, I'm not sure who won <laughs> last night, <laughs> but that game's gonna be really good. Yeah, no, it is. I'm excited for that game because I think I think you're gonna see you're gonna see two potential playoff teams, two teams that I think are, are gonna make the playoffs because you never you never in the NFL see the same teams go back to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I think the Eagles are definitely going to the playoffs. I think the Rams are definitely going to the playoffs. And mm-hmm. I'm, I just don't think you can just... I wonder who's going to get kicked out. How much... Like, how, what, what was the worst team who made the playoffs in the NFC, or in the NFC last year? 10-6. and six. Who, who was it? The Panthers. Panthers and Falcons. Tied record. Yeah. Wow, that's going to be so tough because I don't see the Saints missing it. Like, I, uh, the Panthers could but be really but good again But there's year. roadmaps. Like, there's roadmaps for... Every, everyone I, kn- I even mentioned. Yeah, because obviously if you're a good team, you're going to be pay- playing yeah. better teams next year, and the is Panthers Al- could fall off like, again. For instance, is, for instance, is Alvin Kamara going to have a 6.2 average yard per average again? It's not, Definitely not. not going to happen. 6.2? 6.2. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. It's not going to happen. And, I mean, losing Mark Ingram for the first, what, four, four. games? Four. That's a tough. That's tough to to swallow. I mean, mm. especially how much he was in, involved in that offense last year. Yeah. How um, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure they. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. Listen, pretty sure. Listen to me. I think they play a good amount outside this year, other than like playing the Falcons that one time. Was that the doom? The the Saints. Yeah, and they play terrible. At, at, Drew Brees is bad outside. Drew Brees or Drew Brees? Drew Brees plays terrible. In there's a lot of dome especially teams in the, the cold NFC's. outside. Or there's a lot of dome teams in the East and or in the NFC in general because like the yeah. Vikings, Falcons, Saints, like yeah. that's just three already, and that's just coming on over so, to so Philly in December. So there's I'm not sure what their schedule is, but if they're playing, say two games, out in, the, in wherever it might be cold. Yeah, compared to compared to in the dome where it's always at a nice temperature. Well, I could tell you sort of what it would be. It'd be like all of the AFC North, so the Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns, all outside cold weather cold teams. Places, yeah. Um, they'd play. Is the, that who they play in the first four? No, but that's just who they like. Um, that's because I know the Falcons play the same teams as they do. Basically. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. So they play the Vikings. Um, that's a dome. Yeah, they play the Vikings. I don't, and then um. That might be that might be one of their home games anyway though. Yeah, and then uh, obviously NFC South teams. I think they play. Uh, who else do they play? Not too really sure. I'm gonna, I'm looking. At NFC East teams. They play all NFC East teams too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They do. So Dallas is a dome. Yeah. Uh, well, Falcons are out or uh, Redskins outside. Giants outside. Eagles outside. Yep. So they play the Buccaneers at 
um, Tampa. In Tampa, they play the Browns in. Oh uh, no, I'm sorry. They, they play the Buccaneers in inside at, at New Orleans. They play the Browns at. Then they play us at New Orleans. Then they play at the Falcons. Then they're outside for the Giants. Outside for the Ravens. They're in the dome for the Vikings. Outside for the Bengals. Cowboys, which is always good weather. Outside for the Bucks, good weather though. So I mean, I don't know. We're going off the weather right now. <laughs> yeah, so I know. All right, we're going. I'm just trying to find a. a, a but either way, they're, they're going to be much better than anticipated. Who the, the, the Bears? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent the Bears. Yeah. It's like a big, uh, big turnaround. I don't know. I'm really excited because I saw a stat that uh, I think it was last season he had seventy eight QB hurries, and yeah, second yeah. place was Von Miller who had forty left. Jeez. Yeah. And that's just like to add that to a top ten defense already. Who has pretty good pass rushers? Like he could make Leonard Floyd like much better. And Akeem mm-hmm. is Akeem. Like that team has a lot of chance. And, and like, they got obviously Raquan Smith. He's really good. Yeah, they have a really good front seven. I mean, it's just you're and gonna have to take this team serious. Yeah, no and that's I, hopefully they become pretty good because that'd be cool. I feel like uh, the Bears are kind of like the Steelers and the Cowboys, where they're kind of like an OG team. And it's it's yeah, kind of yeah. better. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. When the Bears are good, it's like good it's for good the NFL. NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I can see them being like the Rams last year. No one saw that coming with the Rams. Second year quarterback off the guy that looked bad his first year. Yeah. Good good defense last year. Offensive minded like head coach. Uh-huh. New head coach, exactly. Like I could really see the Bears being the Rams of this of last year, this year. Right, right, right. So moving on, getting away from this. What did we have up next, Chris? The on the agenda here? The four Hall of Fame players were uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Steve Nash, Ray Allen, Jason Kidd, and Grant Hill. Yeah, who was your? When was that? This I think it was just was yesterday. It a couple, I think yeah, ago. yesterday, two days ago. Who was your favorite player out of them? Um, who do you think was the best? See, I know who you already are gonna pick. My favorite's Ray Allen, just because I don't know. I just loved his game personally. Like even before he like uh, even before he was on the Celtics, Celtics, I thought he was so sick on the Sonics or on the Bucks, whatever. Yeah, um, Sonics. Either Bucks. way, um, I like Jason Kidd a lot too, and I love Steve Nash. It was definitely good. good I don't know. It was I like think people we grew up watching. Yeah, that's that what I kind of like to see. Because I didn't see Hill a lot, but I did see Nash, Allen, and Kidd a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I think definitely my favorites are Nash and Allen, but I know you like Nash a lot because he didn't shoot the ball a lot and he was still getting MVP. And well, yeah, that, that's my. People forget how good Steve Nash really yeah. was and how dominant he could have been and what. Steve Nash had so much untapped potential where he could have won a lot of. NBA Finals if he was just more aggressive. Mm-hmm. But him being a great teammate, just being a great teammate holds you back sometimes. And I mean, yeah, yeah definitely. When does. you're averaging 19 points on 14 shots, shooting 50% as a point guard, like, that's unreal. He could have easily averaged 26, 27 points a game if he really wanted to. I mean, you, yeah. go, you can go back and watch these games. No one could cover him. No one could guard yeah, like him. He would have open layups and then just be like, you know, what, I'm going to do it behind the back pass and get the sick. Yeah, to Mario Stoudemire for yeah. a couple. And like, he played with some really good names and really should have won a couple times. Mm-hmm. It's just his inability to, to be that, X that dog that yeah. that I'm gonna score here and no one can stop me. Like yeah, like it, 50, 40, 90 multiple years. Like this guy, this is the guy Steph Curry modeled his game around. Yeah, I don't like how he gets discredited for his MVP because what is it? People say Kobe. Kobe, yeah. Kobe was fantastic that season, but like Steve Nash is the dude. Like he he's. 
one thing I don't know about that. He I de- think I don't. I, think, I don't like when people discredit the MVP because they deserve it for a reason. Yeah, like like James Harden deserved it this year over LeBron and, and Anthony Davis and, and everyone. But I don't think you should discredit LeBron. Is what I'm saying. Like you know what I mean. What do you mean? Like just like, like, like how people are saying, oh Nash didn't deserve it. Like saying LeBron didn't deserve it this year. I feel like, or. Who got it? James Harden. 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 Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like, saying, <laughs> yeah, like I, I was confused. No, that's yeah, I just got confused because like last year people were saying, "Oh, Harden deserved it over Westbrook. Westbrook didn't deserve MVP." Like, I don't like when people say like people who win awards don't deserve it because like everybody's justified. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. like like even if Kobe might have been better that year, like like you can't take away from Steve. Well, Nash. the thing with Steve Nash was Stoudemire was out about 37 games that that year, like 36 something somewhere around there, and he still led him to the number one seed in the in the West when it was at his. Yeah. I mean, the West has never been in as low for me. I've only seen the West uh-huh. in its high for years on years on years now. And that year, he was just un- unreal. Just took over games and like the last two minutes would score seven points, nine of his nine of his seventeen points in the last two minutes here and there. Like to close out a game, like he was unreal. Like, He's he just so a- smooth. Like I love his floaters. Like not a lot mm-hmm. of point guards use the floater like he <laughs> does. Like he'll pump fake at the three point line, take a step in, and do like kind of like a like a floating jump shot from yeah. mid-range and it's so wet. His form is so beautiful. Like unreal. So I saw I saw a Twitter post that said that had a I think it was Legend of Winning it was might have been one of, one of one of those type people, one of those YouTubers had a poll that said who was better, Jason Kidd or Steve Nash? Guess what the uh poll was? Like percentages. Or just guess. I don't know. I think they probably put Jason Kidd. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't like Jason Kidd. Do you want to hear what the percent percentage was though? It was like sixty six, thirty three. Fifty one, forty nine was the. Oh. Like, like seventy thirty percent. You made it seem like it was gonna be a hundred to zero. No, yeah. but, but still, I think I I just think it's clear that that Steve Nash was just a better player. Like I think Jason Kidd was yeah. very good too, mm-hmm. but I think Steve Nash was just a lot more smooth. Had a lot more like, could control like the game more better than Jason Kidd. I guess you could say yeah. was a better scorer, a hundred percent. Kidd just had the rebounds, and people are definitely kid was definitely better it. at defense too. People are attracted because he had a bigger body. Yeah, too. exactly. Nash is a little guy, mm-hmm. not a little, but you know what I mean. But yeah, I saw. You see the thing with um, I forget exactly what it was, but he he said something to Dirk about carrying him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's funny little. I thing. um. I love Dirk. Dirk has such it, a great yeah. personality. He's awesome. I think people over not overrate Jason Kidd's, but they think Jason Kidd's better because he got the O two Nets to the finals. And probably because he played till he was forty years old and he was still at a decent level. Yeah, too. and then won the finals with the Mavericks in two thousand eleven yeah. and one of the biggest upsets in NBA history. <laughs> yeah. But um. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> People overrate how Jason Kidd got that 2002 Nets team to the uh, finals. That The East was absolute garbage that year. Yeah. Just terrible. And I think if you put Steve Nash on that team, I think Nash would bring that team to the who finals. Was, too. Who else was on that team? Was Kenyon that, Martin. Was that with Kenyon and Vince Richard Carter? Richard Jefferson. No, Vince Carter wasn't on the team yet. Uh, Richard Jefferson. But th- those two Kerry, are studs. Kerry though. Kittles. Martin, was, Martin and... Jefferson were very, very good in their prime. Yeah, yeah. So that's a solid squad. No, that's what I'm saying. It was a solid team. I think Nash definitely could have brought that that team yeah. to the play, to the playoffs in the, the East um, of the time too. To the finals, yeah. I think Steve Nash was really just 
That's who my brother like to uh, to base watch. his game off of. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Just my brother loves him just because. I mean, like, not trying to bring race into it, but like, <laughs> white people always look up to like the small little white people. Like they're like kind of like your inspiration, like T.J. McConnell, like freaking uh, <laughs> Ruby or Rudy from North Carolina, like the. Or not North Carolina, Notre Dame. Oh, the movie, oh, the movie Rudy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I was so people confused. Just look up like to, people just like, like, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like the long hair. You don't see the long hair like that much in the NBA either. Yeah, his long hair was pretty sick. I love his personality too. Yeah. Like, listening to interviews with him, like, he had this one interview where he was like, yeah, our, um, so I didn't really talk, touch a basketball until in the eighth grade. And he just, I just kept working on it, working on it, just playing it every day. And you can see how he, how much he loved basketball and how, like, it wasn't really, like, in, like, in his parents' life at all. And his mm-hmm. parents had no clue about it. So it was just cool seeing that, mm-hmm. like, like, someone raised on soccer and hockey, basically, and their parents never knowing what basketball is. And then seeing, and then him just picking up a basketball and learning how to play in seven years and be one of the best point guards of all time. It's, it's like, similar to Joel Embiid, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Joel Embiid wasn't six six foot one. And, <laughs> no, yeah, And, obviously. like, the, he, Steve Nash doesn't even have, like, a quarter of the... Athletic ability, yeah. Of, like, of like the like the gifts that were given to Joel Embiid, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but Joel Embiid said he didn't pick up the ball until he was... Yeah, like, no, no, I, I know what you were saying, yeah, but it's, it's a lot easier when you're seven yeah, foot. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't have to... <laughs> yeah. It's a lot easier, you can just... I, I watched the thing on Joel where he was like, yeah, my first ever game of basketball, I caught the ball, and I didn't know what to do with it, so I just turned it and dunked on the guy. Yeah. Like, Steve, you can't... Steve Nash can't <laughs> no, do that. No, Steve Nash had to work he on might his not even be able to and, dunk and, it. and jump shot for years before he was even at a, the same level as Embiid, and obviously he's much better than Embiid ever, ever was... Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like it's way too early to even say mm-hmm. that. And it's a point guard and a center, so why right, would you can't compare, compare that? Right, right, right. But I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching the highlights on all, all of them. Yeah, just yeah. Grant, Grant Hill is prime. Good. Grant class. Hill was was LeBron. Grant Hill could have been so much better without the injury. He was LeBron before LeBron. Like, yeah, like Hill. with everything, oh he had a, even had a jump shot. He was unreal athletic ability, unreal passing ability, rebounding at the time when. There was a big, two big men down low at all times. Very rarely three point shots. When you had to actually get in there to get a rebound and yeah. fight off the big men. And then even watching Ray Allen highlights, people forget how he is so. He he used to like. It's weird to think that like he's so high on three point like ri- lists. Mm-hmm. But if you like look in his prime, he used to just dunk on everyone. Yeah, he was very good inside too. He was like, so he was athletic, like very athletic. It's, it's really weird to think of that because like later in his career, especially when he was on like the Heat, and like he's just known as like the, all right, we have a three point shooter off the bench. Yeah, exactly. And that's never what he no. actually was. No, he was a just a creator, he's just a scorer. Yeah, just he's a G. Just go get a bucket. Yeah, like uh, I just know when that Celtics team all came together with him, Pierce and Garnett. They all like had to sacrifice so much because if you look at their stats from like the year before, they were all putting oh, up like twenty five yeah, a game, well, Kevin and Garnett. then it all dropped to like seventeen, eighteen. Like they all sacrificed like eight points a game. For well, that that's team. why I say all the time when you w- when you win, you sacrifice, and they sacrificed a lot. Mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett was a twenty five and thirteen guy was, every year, yeah. and then he goes to the Celtics, and he's an eighteen and twelve and eighteen and eleven guy, but playing lights out defense, and no one can score on him. Yeah. You sacrifice to win. That's why you can't always look at stats, uh, people. When uh, winning has become underrated at this point, yeah, mm-hmm. it really has. People are like, "Oh, your only argument is that you won championships." Well, yeah, especially when 
like I said, you're sacrificing things. You sacrifice the ball. You sacrifice shots. Like, like I just don't. I don't understand where we went. The the goal is to win. Mm-hmm. To yeah. win. The no, goal is not. Is. The goal is not to get a triple double. It's to win. Yeah. It's to lead your team to a W. Not only for the one game, for the whole season. You want to be the ones that are raising the, raising the banner. The, the banner. And like, I see a lot of people getting on like, like Kate and Katie's um, DMs again. <laughs> like, why are you, why as a sports fan are you that hurt that you're in another man's DMs? Imagine just being that so upset with the player that you have to message them. Just get out. Like, 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 like I, I was, so I hated what LeBron did. I, I never once messaged him. I never <laughs> once got in his DMs and said, LeBron, yeah, you, you, your hairline hurt. sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, your hairline has a, has a restraining order on your eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> 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 Like I never said that. Uh, like, I never went in someone's DMs. And like people get upset when he fires back. And like I saw in his most recent one, it was like, yeah, but you don't understand what true winning is. And it's like, kinda. I kinda do. I just, I kinda won. I, I kinda just won here. won two back to back championships, which is if you ask anyone, no matter how good your team is, is one it's of the hard. hardest things mm. to do in all of sports. Mm. No matter who you have on your team, ask Bill Russell, who had multiple All Stars his whole career. Ask Ask Magic Johnson, who had multiple, one of the greatest players of all time with him, another great All Star, All NBA player. You get these like like just because he's on a great team. I get if you don't like how he went and did it. Don't like like obviously you he's can't not. Take away the you can't you yeah. can't say no. You don't deserve that championship. What do you mean? He's been the best player on the court for the past two years, and that's with LeBron on the court. He's outplayed LeBron. I get LeBron has had a little bit more on his plate. A little bit, a lot more. I'll <laughs> give you that, and that he's not. But but that offense on the, with the first year playing with KD was historically one of the best offenses in playoff history with Kyrie and and, Le- and LeBron. Go uh, go back and look at it. Historically, one of the best one of the best offenses in playoffs. Like like averaging thirty six a game is not easy. Yeah, <laughs> carrying a team like that is not easy. Like it's just it's just not like dude. Uh, Stop crying! It's, it, I mean, it happens. I'm, I'm fucking upset. Demarcus Cousins went to the went to the Warriors. Am I not gonna watch basketball or get in their DMs from them making a personal, personal decision? Like, like hop off the hop off the rod, man. Like it's just time to get over it. Like fuck, when Russell Westbrook's over it, you need to get over it. Yeah. Like honestly, it's just the same shit, and it's like, I, I I'm sounding like like a, like I don't even know what to, how to put it, but it's just it's just so annoying just to see these. These posts of KD fires back at a fan again, and it's like obviously, like like people like Chris D'Elia do it all the time. Like you're not untouchable, bro. Like just because you can hide behind a screen and haven't done shit with your life doesn't yeah. mean you're not touchable. Mm-hmm. Like ah, it's just annoying. Basketball fans are basketball Twitter's the worst place in my opinion. Yeah, it is. It's it's very toxic. It's pretty bad. Oh my god! I I remember I went back and forth with someone. Dude, we could talk about NBA Twitter. So, you're, I, I say it because of you. I all un- your retweets and tweets. I unfollow Mike three times a week because <laughs> I'm like, you know, he's my friend. I should follow him. And then I see him in another argument over yeah. Kobe Bryant. Like, because he'll like, oh, I'm, uh, no, sorry. Because it's, it's every other week he randomly finds a new player that he's in love with. And he's like, no, best of all time. <laughs> Mike for Twitter. <laughs> yeah, like I, it's like, Dude, it's, a bunch of like, like I didn't even know Mike was in the Kobe, and then he like watched one Kobe documentary. He's like, nope, 
better than LeBron. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, one Kobe doc? More like seven. In <laughs> one in, night. Bro, I've been in the Kobe since. I know, but you never publicized it that much. Like, I'm in the Kobe too, well, but I don't uh, talk yeah, about like, it. But, like, like, and then all of a sudden it was like argument, 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 well, argument, right, argument. Steve Nash, Steve Nash, Steve Nash, Steve Nash. Well, my, my, my whole point is, like, I got a lot smarter in the past two years when it came, came to basketball, too. So I, I was able to, like, I guess really express my my feelings about players more like better legitimately than, yeah without using bias bias yeah, you actually have stats to back it up like i have things to back it up and like like it's just not my thoughts and like when i dive deeper and actually like like go back and watch games like unlike a lot of people like yeah i, mi- I missed a lot like i didn't start watching basketball till 2009 mm-hmm. 2010 yeah so it's like i missed I miss Steve Nash, and it, like, when he was in his prime and stuff like that. I had to go... But, like, for you to say, like, how can you even th- have an opinion because you didn't watch him? When you have YouTube... Yeah. ...with, mil- with like, thousands of games, I, I, like... Muhammad Abdul-Rauf. Dude, I, I went on a... I've watched at least 30 Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf's huh. games. Like, it was insane. Bro, like, I put like you Steph, on him. Like, he was Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Give him... Give him these rules. He got shunned because of his religion. Yeah, he would. That's crazy because he would fast because that's how his religion is uh, as a Muslim. Yeah, and he'd play through it. He would lose 20 pounds and play through it. Like, this guy was an He was starving. He had no energy. Like, he was was legitimately starving. This guy was uh, a beast. He would, like, put tape over his Nike symbol and tape over just. Speaking of Nike, everyone that's upset about the Kaepernick thing needs to get over it. Yeah, it's time. Like honestly, though, like like if you don't agree with it, you're just like you just. I personally love I, that Nike has still been paying him the sponsorship this whole time. My only thing is, so the people that like burning Nike and stuff now because that of Kaepernick. Is the most asinine oh, thing. so you're okay with, <laughs> you're okay with the fucking. Sweatshops? Yeah. <laughs> the the people it? making your Nike socks, but... The people making your your Nike socks and apparel are making about $2 a day, but yeah. you're okay with that. <laughs> but Kaepernick on an ad really sets you over the... <laughs> like, whoa. That was oh, honestly, like, a very good commercial. Like, seeing, like, Venus, whatever, Venus and Serena oh. from Compton, and it showed, like, LeBron and all... The, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was really I, good the commercial, only thing, honestly. The only thing I don't like... I, I, I don't like how he went about doing his um what's it called the protest <laughs> i don't know why i couldn't get it out because i felt as if he did it because he needed some type of publicity at the time i didn't think that honestly i mean he got benched yeah but people get benched all the time it doesn't mean they always want publicity i i just think he wanted to be in, like i don't know like i don't know i i don't know i saw the one story where like he was talking to soldiers and they told him that they thought that was the best way to do it yeah, I know, because he was just gonna, he was just gonna yeah. sit. And I don't know, I and just kind of shows as a sign of respect. I I get it, but like I really don't like how, like he had, I remember he had cop socks with like they were like yeah, I didn't like that, like that stuff like, either. Like dude, like I just felt like he just went about it like wrong. Mm-hmm. Because if he would have created more of a, if he would have just, I feel, I feel like it wasn't as. It wasn't as much of a peaceful protest when he was having like kind of like the hate signs like of the pigs as cops on his socks. That's what I'm saying. Like you could really go, you can really be um, go about it a different way than than recent than no, how we yeah. did. But I think uh, I think we covered a lot. Yeah. I think, yeah. We, I think we did good today. 
We'll uh, be back on Friday to talk about our week uh, two predictions. Week, week two, two predictions, yeah. some fantasy stuff, yep. uh, and some overreactions of the week one. Yep. Yeah, see what uh, see what team's gonna go to the Super Bowl just after watching one week. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's it. So, uh, see you guys soon. Peace. Later. See you.